0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A. Fade up on A.
1: Another miss to, the to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle
2: Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour on Supertalk Mississippi. We're glad you're with us. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. Glad you're with us on whatever station you may be listening or, of course, online at uh, Supertalk uh, Hattiesburg and Supertalklaurel.com. Great show today. Rick Cleveland. Dean of Sportswriters, State of Mississippi, going to be joining us here in a moment. Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation later in the show. Opening segment sponsored as it is every day by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Our thanks to Dickey's for their support of our show and support of Southern Miss Athletics. You can enjoy their delicious food seven days a week. They cook it in-house. You can have it delivered to your home. You can pick it up or you can dine in the dining room. However you choose, just use Dickey's Barbecue Pit. All right, I want to get right to the show today. We're always happy to have Rick Cleveland, who really needs no introduction to sports fans across Mississippi, other than to say he is the undisputed dean of sports writers uh, in the state. And, Rick, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the Eagle Hour. Thank you.
3: Good to be
4: with you.
2: All right, Rick, you and I were talking uh, before we went on air, 1,635 new COVID-19 cases in Mississippi the, the biggest day by far reported yesterday right on the heels of uh, the SWAC uh, conference, Southern uh, Southwestern Athletic Conference, canceling fall sports. Uh, of course, that has an effect on Southern Miss. Nobody has followed uh, college and high school football in Mississippi more than you. So put on your crystal ball and, and tell us. In light of what we're experiencing with COVID, Rick, uh, it does seem that the High School Athletic Association Junior College Association, and and as far as we know, the three major universities moving right ahead with plans to play football. Your thoughts?
3: Well, it's it's it's, it's an ever-changing thing. I mean, I, I don't – they say they're going to play now. Uh, there's all, all kinds of talks going on behind the scenes. I know that for a fact that uh, – uh, you know, there's talk of not starting until October. Uh, there's talk about playing conference games only. There's talk about, uh, 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 right as we speak, the Gulf South Conference presidents are meeting right now. That includes Delta State and Mississippi College, and I'm 99% sure they're going to move football to the spring. Uh, you know, I... I if the numbers keep going up, guys, I just don't see how you can play football. I mean, it's the, it's the ultimate contact sport. There's no such thing as, as social distancing in football. Um, I know the high school coaches are trying to figure out how they're going to meet all the demands that are, that are protocol that's, that they've been told will be necessary to play if they play. You know, like each player having to bring their own water bottle. Uh, Nobody else can touch those water bottles. Uh, They're actually going to try to social distance on the sidelines, which you tell me how much good that does when they're out out, out on the field. um, (laughs) Breathing on each other, touching each other, swapping sweat, spit, everything else. Um, I don't know. I just I I don't see how it's going to work. I don't, I, right now, my guess is that everything's going to be at, at, at some point they're going to put it off as long as they can. But I wouldn't be surprised if everything didn't get moved to spring. And then that's a you know that's just a new target date. And I don't see how they play in spring unless there's a uh, a vaccine.
2: Right. It's already beginning to have an impact on Southern Miss, of course, with the cancellation now of the Jackson State game. Probably would have been the biggest home. Uh, gate of the year, and uh, now uh, obviously Jeremy McLean has got to be watching the SEC, Rick, because if they if they cancel non-conference games or move their games or, or do anything to disrupt their schedule, Southern Miss suddenly loses a huge portion of its anticipated revenue in 2020. Well,
3: that Auburn game at uh, 1.85 million was the biggest guarantee that they that. that that, I, that I've ever heard on. That's su- certainly the biggest that Southern Miss has ever gotten, but it's the biggest one game guarantee that I that I know about. And uh, yeah, it's what? What is that? Uh, that's uh, probably seven or eight percent of the entire yearly athletic budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. And then you add the, the Jackson State game to that. Uh, you know, as I told you guys when we were talking before the show, I I, I don't envy Jeremy McLean uh, in his job right now and I don't care how much he's making, he may be the most underpaid person in college <laughs> athletics. Trying to make trying to make this work is gonna be if it's not impossible, it's the next thing to impossible. All
0: right. Luke, get in here. Rick, thanks so much for coming on today. You're right. It's, I did the math. The Auburn game is about 7.2% of Southern Miss's uh, revenue. There's an article from the Clarion Ledger out today talks about Southern Miss. Last year, Eagles took in 25.6 million. That is the third smallest revenue of any public university in the FBS just ahead of Louisiana Tech and, and Louisiana Monroe. I don't see, and, and I've asked this, you know, you get all your money in the fall and it kind of pays for everything the rest of the year. But but programs like Southern Miss, departments like Southern Miss, if football is not played in, in the fall or even if you move it to the spring, or like you said, if there's no vaccine and the second wave comes, how does, how does COVID-19 and the lack of revenue uh, affect Southern Miss in 2021 and going forward?
3: Well, I hope the credit's good, you know. I mean I'm, I'm honest I, I, I mean you know the at least the, the the good thing right now is that money is uh, cheap you know it's almost zero one one two percent interest uh, but but I'm, I, you've got to know that that's going on behind the scenes that, people, that, that, that there's talk of that. I've heard there's talk at the SEC level of getting a one-time loan. To help them get through, because you know, I know they get that that forty-four million that State and Ole Miss get each year from the SEC bowls TV package. That ain't gonna be forty-four million this time, you know. And I do yeah. look for that. What is, what what's the date of that Auburn Southern Miss game?
0: You got that? It should it, be it, a, the nineteenth of game, August, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah September. It's the, it's the fourth game. It's September
3: twenty sixth. Well, I, I I'll be surprised if there's anybody in the SEC playing football before October. Actually, I'll be surprised if they play in October. But but what I'm saying is, I don't think you can count on that game being played. No. Yeah. No. Uh, that's, uh, you know, and I. I yeah, really, I hate it. I mean, I, I, I hate it for the high schools. I hate it for the colleges. But, uh, but you got to look at the greater p- big picture right. here. And I, you know, I just don't. I, don't, I, don't I, I wish I had something else to say about it, but I, I just right now it's hard to see it happening
0: right in in between high school and uh d1 is junior colleges you you know have have covered that for a long time as well and the frustration with mississippi they put in an appeal to jcaa is that uh d1 schools like southern miss Ole miss mississippi state they expect uh you know mississippi junior college players that have committed to their universities uh to develop and to play and with no juco football in mississippi it's like a wasted year for those athletes and those programs
3: Yep, it's, it, it it is. Uh, I, it, it, it it certainly is, and, it, and, and it's, it makes evaluating junior college players that much harder as well. Uh, what, whatever happens to high schools is going to make evaluations uh, so much more difficult as, as well. I I don't know. I'm. Uh, My guess is that the high school season, if there is one, is going to start much, much later than what it normally does.
2: Right, All right, Rick, uh, we're about out of time. We know you've got some other engagements. In in the last few seconds uh, that we have left – your, your thoughts uh, overall about, about all of this. I don't guess you've ever seen anything like this, and and you do think the Gulf South Conference will be the next uh, domino to fall maybe as early as today?
3: I think it might have already been decided. Yeah, I think it will happen today. I think there will be an announcement today that they, they are going to try to play a reduced schedule, football schedule in the spring. Right. Uh, uh, I the, the the two scenarios I've heard are a uh, uh, six, possibly a game conference schedule with two outside of conference games, or uh, eight or a eight game conference schedule. So All
2: right.
3: I, I think I think I think we'll hear that announcement as early as early the afternoon. All
2: right. All right, Rick, we appreciate your time. Hopefully, the next time we can talk to you about something happier.
3: (laughs) Golly, I do
2: too. All right, thank you, Rick. All right, Rick. Rick Cleveland, everybody. We'll be right back. Eagle Hour continues.
1: Southern Miss to the, top. to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
2: I want to thank Rick Cleveland for joining us in the first segment of the show. Uh, of course, nobody knows more about college sports in Mississippi than Rick, and we're always grateful to uh, have his insight. This segment of the show is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Great selection of Southern Miss apparel. It's available to you seven days a week, 365. It's CampusBookmart.net. You like to shop? Personally, you can go downtown. It's on Hardy Street right across from the campus, and they're open Monday through Saturday. Thanks to Rick Cleveland for joining us. Uh, another great guest today is Heath Hinton, who is the owner of Big Gold Nation. And, uh, Heath, we just got off the phone with Rick. Rick says, uh, you know, and he's he's been around a long time. He says he just doesn't see football being played uh, in September in the state of Mississippi. Your thoughts?
1: And. Uh, It is an ongoing question. I mean, uh, Mr. Rigg, obviously, with his expertise in the world of sports, it's hard to argue with him. I don't know what they're going to do. I think it's a tough situation for schools to be in like a Southern Miss because how much money did they derive from football? Mm -hmm. How how hard would that hurt? I think some schools are going to be forced to play to a certain extent because they have to have that money. And moving it back is not going to help them with a the financial situation now. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I, I don't know what the coronavirus is going to do. What's going to come from that? Southern Miss is going on with. Uh, they're going to, you know, we're we're going to prepare to play football, as Jeremy said in the statement. They do. You know, we're looking for somebody to fill the Jackson State spot now.
2: Right, and and I want to bring that up with you. That's exactly right. He issued a statement yesterday afternoon when it was announced that the SWAC was uh, was dropping its fall sports, uh, and indicated just as you said that uh, that game was lost. Obviously, uh, the the Golden Eagles would be looking for a replacement team, and then uh, and, and he Luke brings up in the first segment, and, he, and he's so right about that. Uh, if if the SEC makes a move. To play only non or play only conference games, and Southern Miss loses the Auburn game between the Jackson State gate anticipated and the Auburn payout. How in the world would they overcome that kind of financial setback?
1: Well, from what I understand, uh, schools have insurance policies,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they have insurance policies in place for baseball. They have insurance policies in place for football in case something catastrophic was to happen and they don't have that income, um, there's some sort of type of payoff for Southern Miss. The problem is how do they, with this virus being the way it is, how is it, how is the insurance going to work at that point? Uh, Does Auburn have an insurance policy to where if they have to cancel the game, what's the what's the, you know, what's, what's the verbiage in the contract if Auburn has to say cancel the game, is it some type of situation where they owe Southern Miss some money? So it's all up in the air because of these contracts. These schools sign these contracts to play these schools for this large amount of money, and until that's settled, I don't know how even if they do a canceling situation, Southern Miss is going to be out of money, or do they pay Southern Miss some money because of the contract? Is the contract, Southern Miss got so much money to play them is it because there's not a guarantee in case um, in case it's postponed? I mean, it, it all depends on the contract and what the contract is.
0: Right. Luke? Yeah, that's the big thing, Heath, is uh, you have an article out on Big Old Nation um, commenting about – whether this is uh, an act of God. A lot of insurances, companies have that in, in the claws. Yeah. Um, uh, you can look at that different ways. But the the question, I guess, for Southern Miss, even if you get a, a pot sweetened by Auburn later, you still got to get some chunk of change because you're losing revenue. I think in some ways, uh, this may sound weird. Auburn obviously has the money. So they have the leverage at the same token. Jeremy McLean can look at Auburn and said, you know, we don't want three million dollars uh, from, from now. But at what point does it hurt Southern Miss to in some ways you can't, you can't play that because you may not get a, a contract from an SEC or Power Five school later on if you're, if you're quote hard to deal with.
1: That's that's right. That's why Jeremy has to walk a fine line right now, and it really you really have to look at the contract and how it's signed and what's being said there. And Jeremy, kind of, you know, you're right. Jeremy has to walk a fine line because we want to play these SEC schools. We want these uh, big money games, and the SEC. Everybody knows they'll stick together. That's a that's a conference that'll they will back each other up. And you know, one comes out and says we're not going to play. And we don't think you should. The other SEC schools will, in turn, they'll do that uh, because they do stick together. So Jeremy's going to have to walk a fine line of, okay, what do I ask for? How is Southern Miss going to survive without the money coming in from those gates? And not just Southern Miss football. Let's not forget, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul this fall. There's a lot of other sports in the spring that are going to be without money because you had to raid that to pay for football at this time. So this doesn't affect just football. This affects every other sport that Southern Miss has because football, the revenue they they derive from football helps every other sport Southern Miss has with the exception of, of maybe uh, baseball and, uh, and somewhat basketball maybe a little bit. But it does help all the other sports to have yeah. seasons during the year and travel expenses. Football is a huge moneymaker for Southern Miss, and that – This affects way more than just football.
0: You 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 just don't look at Auburn, you, you lose the Jackson State, which would be probably the best gate Oh, yeah. uh, of the season, so it is some some issues talked about that with Rick Cleveland. I want to talk. Uh, players have been back on campus uh, for I guess eight days now. Um, they'll continue this week, and then starting next week, be able to actually do some some workouts and stuff. Have you been hearing anything, uh, or is it kind of just been uh, null and void <laughs> because nobody really can uh, do anything football wise right now, other than work out and watch film.
1: They're pretty much working out watching film uh trying to get a get, trying to get the guys back in shape because they've been without football for so long, and that's going to take time and I'm glad the NCAA did that and they did limit it to uh you know no pads, no helmets, but conditioning strength uh strength and conditioning drills only and that's what schools are doing right now that's what Southern miss is doing. I know they can't wait to get the guys on the field to do some uh, passing routes and, and, you know, start working with the new offensive coordinator, Matt Kubik. I know, you know, it, it's going to be tough on him because he doesn't have a spring to implement his offense. So he's going to have to go through this. I'm, I'm afraid this offense, it's going to be the first couple of games, it's going to be hard to watch maybe because they didn't have that much time to work on it. Right and only four weeks to prepare for your first game, or, well, they may have a week longer now if they can't find somebody to replace it, but still, that missing the spring and that missing time to implement that offense, there's going to be a face from that.
2: Right, and you know, yeah. one way to yeah. overcome that is just to run the football, uh, but they haven't been very good at that the last couple of years, have they, Heath?
1: No, but they got better as the season went along last year. I think, you know... Moving D. Mike to running back helped out a lot when you had a bunch of injuries, but I think it's a little different this year. They have a pretty good stable of running backs. Uh, A lot of people returning. Um, D. Baker, uh, a guy that didn't play very much last year, is going to probably see some playing time. Also, Travinsky Mosley's back. And then you got your big boys. uh, You got Kay Perkins. I mean, you got Steven Anderson. Don't forget the uh, young man coming, uh, Juco guy. Um, mine's name's slipping John around Ragsdale. right now, but yeah, Ragsdale. And then you also uh, don't forget about Frank Moore Jr.'s on campus. Yeah. So that running back, they're, they're deep at running back. I would think that the running game's going to be better because you really only lost one offensive lineman last year. You got four returning. You can't do nothing but get better at that point. I think the running game is going to be much improved this year. Well,
2: good.
0: Back, back to the schedule, Heath, because this just hit me while you were talking about that. Louisiana Tech's in week two. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't play in the month of September, if this thing gets pushed back, the only opportunity you would have would be October 24th where you have Liberty, which we thought would stay on the schedule because they're an independent. Um, about a minute left. Southern Miss would s- set to make about 500 grand for that game. If you don't play in the month of September, do you have to cancel the Liberty game and move Louisiana Tech then?
1: I would think you'd have to you'd have to move everything back. That's non-conference, and move your schedule back, and use those dates to fill in for conference games. Yeah. Hey, real quick I, before I we—that's that, what you have to do, Luke.
2: Before we lose you, Heath, uh, in that statement yesterday, Jeremy said they were looking at some other schools. Do you have any insight on what possible schools might take that Jackson State date if if they play?
1: I would say look for a school close to uh, Southern Miss, like a. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, a Louisiana Monroe, maybe an Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. Um, I would look for a school close to Southern Miss where the travel's not uh, – you don't have to fly by airplane. It's a bus trip. I would look for schools like that to come. if if he replaces them. Look for schools like that to come in because you're not going to want a fly team in. There you're not you go. going to want to do that with
2: COVID.
0: Right, right. Arkansas State was supposed to play at Michigan on September 19th. There you there go. There you go. All That's right. Perfect game. All right, Heath. We appreciate you. We look forward
2: to having you on the show every week, man. And and the money, Heath, is the money is just going to be overwhelming for you. You're just not going to know what to do.
1: That's right. Unfortunately, <laughs> July fools. I wish Heath. I had so July much. Fools. I
2: would <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heath. We look forward to having you have a good one. Have you every week, Heath? Heath and everybody. Big Gold Nation. Glad to have a new part of the Eagle Hour. We. We'll talking to Heath every week as we move closer and closer to what we hope will be football season. We'll be back.
1: And miss to the top.
0: Back on a sunny Tuesday, wherever you're listening to us. Appreciate you joining us on the Eagle Hour. Bob and Luke from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg in beautiful downtown Laurel. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by 4th Street Bar & Grill. Home of the 895 lunch. Every day includes a drink, so swing by our good friends over at 4th Street Bar & Grill. Kelly John Sanner joins us. and uh, Kelly, we are talking to Heath Hinton last um, segment, and uh, just before we went... Off, just realized uh, talking about potential openings for the Jackson State game on September nineteenth, and and notice where Arkansas State has an opening. They were supposed to play at Michigan. Uh, Southern Miss connection, obviously former OC Blake Anderson's been the head coach up there for a while. Arkansas State could be a a, a great non conference game for Southern Miss to fill the Jackson State spot.
4: Yeah, there are plenty of other teams because the Big Ten, as you know, and the ACC have said that they're pretty much going to play just conference you know games only. Um, you've got other you've got other teams that that fall into that net, including you know Toledo is now open because they were gonna the Rockets were gonna play Michigan State, you know San Jose State was gonna play uh, Penn State, Rutgers uh, was gonna play Temple, um, Central Michigan was you know the Chippewas were gonna play Northwestern. It's an intriguing one, Appalachian State. No, is now open.
2: No. <laughs> No, that's off the well, list.
4: Well, they, they were going to play Wisconsin uh, out of the Big Ten, so so they're they're now available. So uh, you got Prairie View A and M was going to play, you know, Louisiana Tech because now the the uh, well the swag now that wouldn't work. Yeah, the, the swag's swag is canceling. Well, right. that's right. So uh, so there are some teams out there. You know, with, you don't know how easy it's going to be to be able to book you know some of these teams, but. Well, well, we'll get back to that in a minute, guys. A couple other things to get you up to date on the major league baseball season. Of course, begins in earnest now on Friday night. The sixty the sixty game um, sprint to the finish, and the um, uh, Major League Players Association is reporting that of all the players and coaches and team associates, anybody affiliated with all the teams that that they've tested thirty eight hundred. People in 66 have turned up positive, so that's that's about 1.6%. So those numbers are very gratifying at this point, and, and it looks good for baseball. Of course, NBA will be starting again in August, and they've been living in what they call the bubble down there in Orlando, and not one single NBA player has tested positive. All have been negative. And, of course, the one underlying thread through all this is both – the major league players and the NBA players have pretty much been at home. You yep. know, they haven't they haven't been traveling around or doing things, and that's one of the things health officials have said all along. If people will just stay home uh, as best they can, you know, wear their masks and socially distance, then they they can get a better handle on this. But
2: Kelly, do you think that- it's possible that no NBA players have tested positive for the? Uh- the Chinese coronavirus, due to their warm and loving relationship with the Chinese Communist government.
4: Well, no, I've seen that. That's somebody, as Mr. Obama would say, of a higher pay grade, Bob. I haven't really researched <laughs> uh, that this much, but but that the baseball report comes to us from Inside Edge, where my son works for them up in uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So baseball, they feel like they're they're really healthy right now. But as you look at As you look at, uh, you know, on the high school scene, I don't know if you guys talked about this earlier, but Luke mentioned it yesterday. Texas today announced that their bigger schools, their 5A and 6A schools, will have football moved to the spring. They're going to let the smaller schools play just because the smaller schools have fewer players, which would lead to fewer fans, which would lead to smaller crowds. But right now, Texas... And that's the big gun in high school football. Their two top classifications have moved their games to the spring to follow suit with a lot of other states. And, you know, when you talk to some of the high school football coaches here in, in our area and in the state of Mississippi, they'll say, it's, look, let's do whatever we're going to do. Let's just make a decision. You know, that it's the not knowing that really seems to be driving them more crazy than anything else. You know, are we going to play? Or are we not going to play? If you know, if we're going to play in the spring, okay, fine. Let's then let's make the call and let's you know do what we need to do. But Texas now, the biggest schools in Texas, will have to wait till the spring.
2: That's big news, there, guys. Yes, that's the heart of high school football in America. Is that fair to say, Kelly?
4: And it is. It is interesting, though, that they are going to. You know, it's it's kind of a hybrid decision that they came to in the, in the sense that they're going to let the smaller schools play. -hmm. Which I thought it was was interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, because because of the smaller crowds and things like that. But in Texas, you know, five and six A schools, you're talking, you know, you're talking student body enrollments of, you know, twenty five hundred to three thousand students. You know,
0: I was I was in Dallas last summer, and I just wanted to. I was uh, I was speaking at a camp, and during the day, I went over to Allen, uh, Texas, to Allen High School. Mm-hmm. And, guys, it's a $60 million stadium. Right. It has a capacity between 18 and 20,000 people. So, you know, Bob, we we heard that, and that's true. The smaller schools in Texas are going to be, unless you get the Jug game or, you know, you get a, a, a bigger scale game in Mississippi, uh, you know, you start talking Madison Central, somebody like that up top um I think the 4A down crowds in Texas would be basically what you would get on a 5A game in Jones County on on a on, so yeah it is huge news but the fact that that those crowds that they're letting or are the, just I'm sorry not crowds but the the games they're letting take place uh would be more in line with what Mississippi would experience on a Friday night uh-huh.
2: So, Kelly, let me ask you this question. I'm interested to get your opinion about this. Uh, talk to Rick Cleveland, obviously, about the SWAC cancellation. He says the Gulf South Conference uh, is very likely to move its season back uh, later today. Five of the 13 FCS conferences have already announced they're moving uh, their seasons uh, back uh, to the spring. Uh, there's some Division II, some Division three conferences as well. Three big conferences, SEC, Big 12, ACC, reluctant to make a change. And so here's the question. Is there so much money involved in football at that level that they are hesitant to walk away from the money, even in the light of a health pandemic? Are they putting money ahead of safety?
4: I think it's a little bit of both Bob and I, and, and talking talking with uh, advertising you know radio executives across the country and even marketing people inside universities. they said the biggest the biggest hold up now for these big these big conferences that you just talked about is are they going to okay so so the big Ten conference let's just use them for an example. they've already decided they're not going to play right and, and they're only going to play conference games so if you're playing. Whatever school from outside the Big Ten conference, the question is: because the Big Ten made the decision to cancel the season, do you still owe Akron 1.8 million dollars that you were going to have to pay them to come play? Because Akron was willing to come, mm-hmm. but Iowa, you decided, and your conference decided not to play. So that's what they're haggling over now: is the legality of these contracts cancel our season, move it to the spring? or just play conference games, do the schools affected that we had contract tracks with, do we have to pay them if we knowingly and willingly cancel our season for whatever reason?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's not necessarily how much money that they're going to stand to lose. That's, that's elementary. But it's how much more they're going to lose if they have to pay teams hmm. that were under contract if the SEC pulls out, does Auburn still owe Southern Miss one point eight? million?
2: So, Kelly, what you're saying, is, you think lawyers are fixing to get involved in all of this if they start canceling these major sports contracts?
4: I, I think you're too late, Bob. I think the lawyers have probably been involved. <laughs> 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 but, but, I mean, but, I mean, and I, that's – it's, it's – it's a mess. I mean it's there this this is unprecedented. So obviously, you know, things have got to be looked over. Contracts have got to be
2: right. looked over. Right. There's up. no question. there are yeah. no easy answers for anybody. That, that that's for absolute sure.
4: No, but in our state, when I looked at what another record number today of cases
2: sixteen hundred and thirty five cases.
4: Four hundred more than any other day up to right. this point?
2: Right. Right.
4: Um, I don't know, guys
2: come coming on the heels of of two days in a row where there were in excess of a thousand cases a day it hasn't been a it hasn't been a good stretch of time kelly that's for sure
4: no and I, and i just i don't i just unfortunately you know old d and g coming back doom and gloom i just don't uh think we need to pump the brakes a little bit and and kind of reassess things
2: right how are you feeling
4: great much much better thank you and and I'll tell you what bob if you don't ever think people don't listen to this show
2: uh-huh
4: man my my uh social media was blowing up yesterday text messages from really yeah of course most of them said okay if you're feeling better you can bring me the 20 bucks you owe me
2: but, right so my uh, mother and all her friends got in touch with you yesterday is that what you're saying kelly well
4: uh, there were, were actually some other people but like i said i <laughs> i tended to owe them money so right
2: right uh, I, bet the, I bet the banks were glad to hear you back on the air am i right about that
0: well my decision hasn't changed <laughs> we, we ratted him out, Bob. I mean, he's right, got people right, right.
2: hitting him up for money now. Sorry, people Kelly. were feeling sorry for him and kind of giving him a break, but no longer. No right. longer. Uh, I guess you're up to staying for the last segment. No more, guys. All right. We're going to keep Kelly on board. We'll continue with the Eagle Hour right after this.
1: tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour.
2: Southern Miss to the top.
0: Final segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by Toyota of Hattiesburg. You can go on their website, toyotahattiesburg.com. You can uh, get your your trade in value on on the next you know, towards your next purchase. You can secure financing, and you can view all of the great inventory: Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, Camrys, Corollas, everything Toyota Hattiesburg has. You can find on their website. Uh, Do some little scouting work and then uh, go see our good friends at Toyota of Hattiesburg on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg to make your next purchase. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg in beautiful downtown Laurel. Uh, Always keep in mind DBAT and D1 training uh, available to you uh, in the shopping center next to Best Buy in the old Gaddy Town in Hattiesburg. Some of the absolute best facilities in the southeast uh, to, to train your kids and then maybe your looking to get in shape, D-1 training can help you do that. D-Bat and D-1 training. Proud sponsors of the Eagle Hour. Kelly John Center continues with us and uh, I mentioned this article earlier with Rick Cleveland, Kelly, but uh, reports come out today for the 2018-2019 fiscal year. Uh, USA Today has compiled financial data in partnership with Syracuse University. Ole Miss and Mississippi State top 35 in the country. Mississippi State raked in a little over 112 million in 2019 ranks uh, state as number 30 in the country. Ole Miss 34th in the country, 108 million they brought in. Uh, we'll get to Southern Miss in just a minute, but I think it's pretty interesting. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, top 30 and 34, but 11th Mississippi State is, 12th Ole Miss is in the SEC. And
4: how many? And, and you, you guys will laugh at me. I don't know how many teams are there in this.
0: Fourteen
4: Okay, 14. all right, so they're toward the bottom. Um, I guess I guess you just have to attribute that to, to state wealth, you know part of it. Um, but wow, if you can be second to last in your conference and still top 30 in the country, that kind of tells you where that where that uh, conference sits as far as uh, finances go, and it's just really tough to compete with those kind of you know numbers, facilities wise and what have you
2: Well, you can't compete. It's not tough, you can't compete right.
4: Well, uh, fair enough, Bob. I yeah. mean, yeah,
2: that's. I mean, yeah. Ole Miss thinks we can because they won't play us, right? Well, you know, they're who are who are they playing? Uh, I forgot. South the Alabama, South Alabama. Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, 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 right? And and the uh, Phoenix, is that right, Kelly? The University, University of Phoenix. Phoenix, right? Yeah, that right.
4: that game will be the first college football game played via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but but if that's the case, then In you distance at least. Think- You'd
2: have to give Phoenix a pretty good shot at that one. You know they got a good
0: running game, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah. But S- Southern Miss, $25.6 million. Um The highest Southern Miss, uh, most revenue Southern Miss has ever taken in was 2016, $25.9 million. Yeah, it, it, Southern Miss, uh, literally well, look, the third that, lowest in the country. Louisiana Tech, Louisiana Monroe right behind. I was just those.
4: That was my follow-up question. Wow! Wow!
0: So those are the three lowest: Southern Miss, Monroe, and
2: Tech. Is that right?
0: But two, two, two. Yeah, two Ole Misses and Mississippi State's credit, credit, and then to Southern Miss. At what point does the lack of revenue for Southern Miss is it slightly improved because the cost of living in Mississippi is down, and it makes Mississippi State and Ole Miss much more profitable because again, operating and living in Mississippi, the cost of living is down.
1: That's that's
4: a part of it for sure, but they're uh, they're paying some pretty exorbitant salaries too uh, to existing and former, I'm sure, coaches and players. So and,
2: and don't those numbers speak to the incredible job that Scott Berry and his staff have done with the baseball program here, Kelly? That they, because they they do compete with Mississippi State and Ole Miss and everybody that they play with, even though they have a fraction of the money.
4: Yes, for sure. You know, it goes, Hill Denson was quite a was quite a, a money generator too. Back when he was the coach, you know, and, and mm-hmm. being able to shake hands and and you know shake money out of bushes that you didn't know that there were that there was money in right. there. So,
2: but Hill's so shy of- that that's been Hill's problem. He he was shy, Kelly. He was afraid to talk to people.
4: I got that. I got to the point with Hill Denson, when I saw him coming. I just held a ten dollar bill up in the air. But, boy, I don't just take it, you know. <laughs> Whatever it's for, just take it. Hey, real quick we all- before we get off
0: air, uh, yeah. Kelly, tell us about um, tell Davis us about Davis Riley. Riley.
4: Yeah, Davis Riley, who who is a prep golfer out of uh, Presbyterian Christian, a couple of years ago, now plays golf at the uh, University of A over in Tuscaloosa. <laughs>
2: Um, Scared me there a second, Kelly. But go ahead.
4: Yeah. So he won the the Corn Ferry Tours uh, PGA event this past weekend in San Antonio. The Corn Ferry is kind of the AAA to the to the PGA tour, where guys are trying to earn their stripes to get on tour. As by him winning the, a second event this year, if he happens to win one more before the end of the year, he is automatically qualified for the PGA tour.
1: Wow! And wow. it's a young
4: kid out of Hattiesburg who's just. Just terrific, and anybody that's that's seen him play just talks about his amazing ball striking ability, and uh, good for him. Anytime I know this is a Southern Miss show.
0: No, congratulations anytime,
2: to him.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Anytime a Mississippi Absolutely. kid can hey. do well like that, right?
0: It's uh, it's birthday week on the Eagle Hour. Kelly's got one coming up a little later, but. Jim Stump Taylor. Stumpster. The mighty Stumpster. 52 today. Happy wow. birthday, Jim.
2: Happy birthday. Bob
0: to Stump. has uh, sent you some things in the mail. You may never get them, but just know but I've technically them. they're on the way. Right. Hey, we and, love and you, Stump.
4: And Stump is a little bit wider than he was last year. Coincidentally, <laughs> he's <laughs> wider to the right. <laughs> he's
0: wrong. Oh, that's wrong, <laughs> Kelly. I can
2: tell Kelly's feeling better. Yeah. All right, that wraps it up. Southern Miss.
0: To the top. To the top. To
1: the sea. i fly like an eagle. Let my spirit carry I want to fly like a eagle. Till I'm free. i go through the world a mission.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.